everybody, I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 34 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to those of you who have subscribed and left ratings and reviews. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and find me on social media for food pictures to go along with every episode. Now, this is the first episode of 2019, so I just want to take a second to say thanks to everyone who made 2018 so much fun. I had 17 episodes, I traveled a ton, had some great meals in a lot of cool places, had some awesome guests come on the podcast to talk about them with me. So uh, thanks to everyone who made 2018 great. 2019, I'm expecting to be a ton of fun too, so I hope you subscribe and keep up with all the new episodes. Now, today's episode is from another place very far from home. Uh, I've talked a few times this uh, past year about my wedding. Episode 32 was actually with my wife, Sam, about our uh, wedding cake tasting day. Well, after the wedding, obviously, comes the honeymoon, and our honeymoon was a three-week trip to New Zealand, which was incredible, and we had awesome food the whole time that we were there, especially the seafood. So you can expect one more episode from that trip, but uh, I'm going to do one here today, my first of two New Zealand episodes. Now, this one thing, this actually really surprised me before the trip. Uh, I was surprised, uh, you know, we talked to everybody we knew who had been to New Zealand and asked them for all kinds of tips and suggestions, where to go, cool activities, places to eat, obviously, and everyone told me that there's this famous burger joint in Queenstown, New Zealand, which I did not expect, but, like, every single person said, you gotta go there, so we were in Queenstown, and we went, it is called Ferg Burger, and uh, did not expect to fly all the way around the world just to have a great hamburger, but everyone's talking about it, so you know I'm going to be there. Uh, now, you're going to know what kind of place this is right off the bat when I give you the hours. They are open from 8 a.m. to 5 a.m., and a place is only going to have hours like that if people are really coming and going at odd hours all day. So uh, we went there at about 9.30 at night for kind of a late dinner, and I think we got a little bit lucky with the line, because from what I've heard and, and other times... Uh, while we were there, we walked past and saw the line looked a lot longer, uh, but the crowd kind of comes and goes, so when we were there at 9.30, we actually only waited in line for about 10 minutes, and it's the kind of place you line up and order at the counter, and then uh, we had to wait 20, 25 minutes for the food after we ordered. Uh, people are just crammed in. It's the kind of spot the uh, the inside is crowded, and people are at tables, and there are other people then squatting, uh, waiting to grab tables as soon as people leave. It's kind of like you get dibs just by getting close and uh, and, and, and waiting, uh, not rushing them out, but, you know, you're making eye contact with people like, okay, are you leaving soon? I'm going to grab your table. Uh, and then there's outdoor seating. There's overflow outdoor seating where people are standing on the sidewalk. There's kind of like a stone wall around the outside of the outdoor seating area, and people are, like, standing on the sidewalk, leaning against the wall, like, eating on this railing. Um, so we got a, a table. We sat inside, which uh, was nice. It's the kind of place they've got uh, all kinds of stuff on the walls, pictures of celebrities who've been there. Uh, Ed Sheeran was there. There was an Olympic skier. There was a picture of a woman in a wedding dress. And then in addition to that, they've got uh, framed articles. They were there, local outlets, American outlets. There was an article from CNN in 2015 that actually called it the best burger in the world. So uh, this is my kind of spot. And, uh, you know, one, another thing that I like is that it's sort of like open air, uh, so you can see the kitchen. They've got this crazy assembly line because they're cranking out burgers all day. 
and you can sit there and while you're waiting, you're drinking a beer and you're watching them make the burgers and the whole place is just kind of filling. Uh, you're you're going to walk out. Sometimes you smell a little bit like smoke, but uh, just to be in that kind of a cramped kitchen and like a not, not a small place, but it was just it was very crowded, but it was like not bad crowded. It was just kind of fun and, and full of a lot of energy. So my order, I went ahead when I got to the front of the line at the counter, I actually asked them, uh, you know, what's the move here? What's the thing that everyone gets? Because I wanted to make sure that I did it right. And it's called the Ferg Deluxe, which actually is in a, the whole menu is in white. And then there's this blue box that has the Ferg Deluxe. And I've said that before, but whenever there's one thing on the menu that's in a box, you assume that's the specialty. And nine times out of 10, that's going to be my go-to moves. So they had a bunch more of kind of more exotic burgers with interesting toppings. But the Ferg Deluxe looked like just kind of a your standard classic order. So it was uh, the uh, description here on the menu. Prime New Zealand beef, streaky bacon, cheddar cheese, sweet dill pickle, lettuce, tomato, red onion, aioli, and tomato relish. So right off the bat, the sauces were great. The tomato relish was on top and the aioli was on the bottom. The tomato relish was really delicious. It's, you know, like a tomato relish, I guess, is like a fancy man's ketchup is, I guess, how I would call it, but better. Um, but it was just like a really good sauce. Both of them were flavorful. You know, I'm sure the burger would have been good with either of the sauce, but they both really, they worked well together. Um, and, you know, sometimes like too much sauce or too many different flavors can be a bad thing. But uh, both of them were really delicious. Um, every ingredient was good. The lettuce was good. Onion, tomato, pickle. Uh, you know, I actually, I, I thought that I could have maybe used a little bit more bacon. That was uh, one of my reactions when I was eating, and I think there were two strips on there. They were both thick and tasty, um, and my first thought was, you know, I usually I, I'm happy with just more bacon, you know, pile it up. That's kind of the attitude um, on a lot of burgers, but really all the toppings were actually in moderation. Sometimes places go overboard on the toppings, and uh, not just the bacon, but the tomato and the onion and the pickle, there really wasn't too much. It was just kind of give you a little taste of it, and then they really let the, the bread and the patty sort of be the star of the show. Um, and everything was really good. And, uh, you know, really, despite the—the the burger was gigantic, uh, despite the fact that the toppings were in moderation. And I'm going to talk about the bread in a second, but that was part of it. But it was really just like a big burger. The patty itself was very good. It was just like a perfect, juicy medium. Uh, they actually, a lot of times, places when you, like, a sit-down meal, they'll ask you how you want the burger cooked. They did not ask, probably just because they're cranking on the assembly line. But I always order it medium, and this was just, like, a perfect medium. Now, the bun was interesting because it was more like a Kaiser roll, which I don't always like. You know, some hamburger rolls are very soft and it's just like super easy to bite into. And a lot of times if it's like a thicker, more of a Kaiser roll, it's like too chewy. I don't want to say this was a Kaiser because it wasn't quite. Um, but this was sort of that uh, that texture on the outside and that consistency. But it was also, it was really easy to bite into. It wasn't like it was too chewy and you uh, spent all this time like chewing your bread and that was distracting or taking away from the meal. It was just this like big, thick, round roll. And uh, it was a lot of bread, but it, it held it together nicely. The the patty itself was actually very wide. Uh, you know, sometimes a, a big burger is just going to be really thick. This was kind of wide. And so the uh, the patty was like a nice width. The, the bread was like a nice width to uh, encase the patty. You know, sometimes when the bread is too big, it does that thing where you take a big bite and the whole burger like slides and you have to like push it back into place because your, uh, your burger and all the toppings are falling out. And sometimes that's my worry when I have like a big, uh, a big roll like this, but it wasn't. It was really well done. Everything was good. They really pulled it off and the whole thing I think worked out really well. Now we got two sides with the burger because, uh, you know, I, I'm rarely going to eat a hamburger by itself, especially if I'm waiting for, you know, waiting half an hour for them to make me a hamburger. I'm going to get some things with it and, uh, and really pig out with the sides. So one of the sides was French fries, which honestly, they were nothing special. Uh, they were pretty good. You know, I, I always prefer 
like a big uh, thick cut steak fry um, or thicker fries. These were a little bit thin, which sometimes my worry is they're going to be soggy. They, they weren't soggy. Uh, they were fine fries, but they were just nothing special. Um, but they were okay. They came with, we, we got a couple of good sauces, this uh, barbecue sauce, which was really smoky, and a sweet chili sauce, which was also very tasty. Um, so the fries were fine, but the, uh, the real side that we loved, we got the hand-cut salt and pepper squid, which was great. Um, I think I mentioned this earlier, but we had awesome seafood everywhere on this trip. Just the entire country, everything was really fresh. The fish, the shellfish, everything. And these, uh, this salt and pepper squid was no exception. They were big rings. They actually, they looked like onion rings. Um, that's how big and thick they were. Um, but still, sometimes, uh, you know, a squid is going to be chewy when you bite into it. But these were not chewy, not tough. They were super easy to bite into. They were really fresh. And they had this, like, solid coat of breading around the outside, which just had this strong, uh, you know, it says salt and pepper squid, uh, just had this really strong pepper flavor. But it was, uh, you know, it was good, but not overpowering. It wasn't, like, too much. Uh, It came with this wasabi mayo, which was good. We also dipped it in that sweet chili sauce that we got for the fries. And I can honestly say I have never in my life had a hamburger with a side of squid before. But it was an awesome pairing, uh, and now that I know this exists. Um, So the burger was great. The uh, fried squid, also really good, and just the combination, uh, you know, for me, a lot of times when I try out a new place, part of the fun is just the novelty of doing something interesting, and, you know, the burger by itself would have been good and enjoyable, but also having the, the squid with it on the side just made it, made for a really fun meal. So overall, it was really good, totally worth it. You know, there's always that balance when you're traveling. Do you want to go to the little hole-in-the-wall spot that all the locals love, or do you want to go to the touristy spot that everybody who comes into town goes to? Uh, luckily, Sam and I, we were there for four days, so we were able to do kind of a mix of both. But it was kind of funny talking to some of the locals. Uh, we talked to all sorts of strangers the whole trip, asking them for recommendations and advice on places to eat in basically every city that we went to. And it was funny. Some of the locals we met uh, were people who were in the food business. We met a guy who runs a taco shop, another chef who has a restaurant, and talking to people there about the local food scene. When you bring up Ferg and say, oh, well, we have to go to Ferg, they, some of them would be like, oh, that place, you know, come on, it's overrated. It's nothing you can't get in the States. And I don't know if that's just because they looked out on the touristy spots or if maybe they're a little bit jealous that uh, Fergburger does such great business and has people coming 21 hours a day. So I don't know. But honestly, it was really good. I think it was worth it. I love good food and local spots and, you know, but I'm not uh, I'm not a snob about my good food. This was a really good burger and millions of people have come to this place and said that they love the burger. So if I'm going to spend four days in Queenstown, of course, I'm going to go. And at the end of the day, I'm really glad that I went. Can I say it was the best burger that I've ever had in my life, like CNN said in 2015? Well, no, I can't do that. The best, I don't even know the best that I've had. But again, this was really good. This is the place to go, uh, according to everyone I know who has been to Queenstown, New Zealand. And I'm always going to go to the place. So uh, not quite a 10, but high, high recommendation. And if you're going to New Zealand, if you're in Queenstown, I definitely say you should check it out. It's also just a fun spot. It was good people watching. Uh, I love being in a crowded place like that where you're watching the kitchen and there's, uh, you know, uh, the smoke coming off the grills and it's a little bit hot in there. And we just kind of, we sat down, had some local beers while we were waiting for them to cook our meal and then, uh, you know, had the beer uh, to wash down the burger with. Uh, it's also, it was right next door to a bakery where they bake all the rolls, which was cool. We, we, uh, came back and actually went to the bakery a couple days later and had some pastries. I had a delicious chocolate croissant. Uh, so Ferg, uh, Ferg Burger and Ferg Bakery, uh, I like your whole operation. You're, you're doing good stuff there. 
All right, thanks everyone for listening. If you're new, you should go back and check out all my previous episodes. I try to keep them short, but some of the ones with guests tend to run a little bit longer. You can subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. In 2018, like I said at the top, I had episodes from all over. I was in South Korea, Nashville, Austin, Philly, New York, all kinds of stuff. So uh, subscribe, download them all, check it out. While you're there, you can write me a review in iTunes, leave a rating. You can tell me what you think, tell me where I should go next. Those also help other people find the podcast. Finally, you can follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram. Search Mitch Goldich on Facebook for uh, pictures. You can comment there, but you're going to be able to see pictures of all of these meals on every episode of the podcast. Follow Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram, which is my uh, Instagram account just for food. That account actually has a lot of pictures that aren't from episodes, and I posted a ton of pictures of all the seafood we ate in New Zealand. So if you want to see more of the stuff that we ate with some of the captions, you can go check those out because those are good. You can email me at mitcheatsfood at gmail.com. Make sure you tell all your friends, and I'll be back and talk to you again real soon. (laughs) 